You're listening to The Sizzle on Iron Skillet Radio and Iron Skillet Television. Wow, bro. That's crazy. That's so love, bro. You know what it is. You know who it is. It's The Sizzle here on Iron Skillet Television, Iron Skillet Radio. This is the hardwood segment. And oh, baby, you know it's always hot when we talk about the hardwood. And today we're getting ready to talk about the Chicago Bulls. Can the Chicago Bulls afford to keep Jim Boylan around as their head coach? We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about everything Bulls related in this segment. So strap it down and listen for all this hot Bulls talk as you're listening to the sizzle and you're listening to Bulls talk on the hardwood. Everyone has to do their job. Do your job. All right, Jay. So let's talk about jobs and let's talk about doing jobs and having a job really ready for you to go with. Let's talk about what's going on with the Bulls, the players, the head coaching. They've got new management. They've got a new team president. But you seem like you still have some of the same old issues, some of the same things that reoccurring. So let's talk first about the players, if that's okay with you. Let's start with the players. Let's start with what's going on. There are three players really of note to talk about. That is Laurie Marketing. You have Zach Levine and Wendell Carter. So reports surfaced over the weekend that maybe Zach Levine wants out. We know that he's had a tumultuous relationship with his head coach. Things haven't gone well. It was a terrible start to the season for the head coach. You're talking about a revolt that was starting in the locker room. You're talking about players who were playing out of position, then players who were told they couldn't take mid-range shots. They only had to take threes. People's averages went crazy. People got injured. But let's ask the first questions. The first question is, is there value for these Bulls players that we see so far? So let's start with Zach Levine. Does Zach Levine have value around the NBA as it currently stands, as he is, let's say he will be moved as a player for the Bulls. Does he have value to you if you're looking at him at another team? Oh, without a doubt. Zach Levine is one of the uh, top athletic guards in the NBA. Um, He's already showed with his 25 and a half points per game that he can't put the ball in the basket. At some point in time, he's not afraid to take the last shot. So he's definitely a guy that you want. I mean, super athletic, super bounce to the basket. I mean, you know, he's one of the few guys that make you get out your seat when you're watching the Bulls. The problem is right now with Zach Levine, because he hasn't really been used like he should have been used, what teams are going to be able to afford a Zach Levine? Does he come in and start right away on a championship-caliber team? I don't think so. So I think Zach Levine might end up in a situation that he might be in a little bit of a worse situation, if that's possible, than the one he's already in with the Bulls. You know, it's funny. We talk about Zach Levine, and we're talking about his money and his contract. Zach Levine right now is making somewhere a little bit below league average for what he averages per game, but he only has two more years cut on this. And I know the Bulls are looking to move and make big free agent movement in the 2021, that 2022, and they have some cap space. So, but can the Bulls make any hay 
with any free agents if you don't have a foundational player there like Zach Levine to help you win something. Because I don't think any player wants to just come to the Bulls just to be on the Bulls because you can pay them. I think we saw that happen before when you had Tracy McGrady on the block and you had other players that they looked at trying to bring them in and it never worked because they had nothing else there. So if you don't have a Zach Levine, Okay, he has value. What about Laurie Markin? Does he have value moving forward in the league? I'm going to say not really. He has really been a disappointment uh, for the Bulls because they thought that Laurie Markin was going to be that guy. He was going to be that 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 Luka Doncic type of guy, that, that guy who was going to be really tough to guard. And now you see that he's a guy you can just leave alone because he doesn't want the contact around the paint. And he's not a good enough shooter to make you honor him from the outside. We've seen him explode in a couple of games, but he hasn't been able to explode on a regular basis. Laurie Marketing doesn't put fear in anybody right now. And that's the problem with the Bulls. The Bulls really needed Laurie Marketing to be what they thought he was going to be, and he's not that. So the only guy you really got on the Bulls that puts fear in anybody at all is Zach Levine. Yeah, that's a good question. Now, we're going to talk about Wendell Carter, where his value is and what he has as value. But let me ask you this. If we're talking about Laurie, is he in the right position playing the four or the five? What would be his optimal position as you see it right now? Actually, he to me, he should be a stretch four. What it means to me is that he's actually another, you just have two threes playing at the same time. You know, he's a guy out there, but he's not aggressive enough to the basket at his height to overpower uh, smaller players, and he's not doesn't use his quickness to get around bigger players. Malory Market is a guy who I really think is going to have a long NBA career, who's going to make his money on potential, but he's never really going to explode unless he gets into an offense that is set up for his type of play. He's not a slash type of guy. He's never going to be that guy. He, you know, he's not Dirk Nowitzki. And we thought he was going to be Dirk, and he's not. He doesn't have a consistent enough jumper to make you pay. That mini game that he needs, he would be fantastic if he if that 15, 16, 17 feet around the basket that he was super consistent. But he's not, and he's not consistent enough at long range. We see some flashes, though, out of him. We saw some flashes, and we go, okay, this guy's going to explode to be that guy, but he's just never been consistent. We don't know if he was just been injured this whole period of time. That's very possible. Or just a guy that's like, hey, I'm going to get paid. I'm going to play well enough to get paid, and we're going to extend his career out. So I think he's going to be a guy that's going to have a long, long uh, uh, time in the league, but he's never going to be anything special. Yeah, that is, to me, that is the most disconcerting thing, and that is the most alarming thing, I think, out of the three that we're, we're talking about. Laurie is the one that really is the wild card for me. But let's talk about Wendell Carter. What do you see his value in the league? Does he have value for another team, or does he only add value to the Chicago Bulls? Wendell Carter don't get the ball enough. you got to get him to basketball. He's not a guy who's going to generate off the bounce. He's not that guy. But if you get it to him around the basket, he can punish you. They just got to find ways to get the ball to Wendell Carter. You know, and until you find a point guard, uh, Sadoraski's not that guy. If you find a point guard who can actually feed him or get him moving to the basket, he could. He, he's shown that he could be a really good player 
on the move, but you just got to get them to basketball. That's the biggest problem right now, and the Bulls don't haven't found out a way to do it. Yeah, it's a big question, but here's my bigger question. We just talked about Laurie being in the right position. Is Wendell in the right position? Is he truly a five in the league? Oh, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. He, he's a four all day long. Um, I matter of fact, I think on, on on a modern NBA right now, I don't think you really see that many fives anymore. But he's a guy, you got to spread the floor with him. You got to let him attack off the bounce. Actually, he's a better attacker than what we than what uh, uh, he's led to believe. But the whole problem is, is that you have to build an offense around him to get him to basket, moving to the, giving the ball, moving to the basket. If you don't do that, that's going to be a consistent problem. And the Bulls just haven't figured out how to get him incorporated into the offense. So let's ask, with a team that has a Laurie Markkinen and a Zach Levine, which should be the pick-and-pop nightmare, they should be the pick-and-roll destroyers of the East, what is it that's not fitting? If you had to take this team, and let's just take these three players, Laurie, Zach, and Wendell Carter, how would you put them together to be effective where they all three can play at the same time? Or... Is it a situation where either two of the three won't be there or maybe one of the, the three is the only one left? Well, you, you took the words right out of my mouth with that. Uh, two of the three will be there, and the one that would be gone if, a lot earlier than right now would have been Laurie Marketing. They should have moved him when he flashed and he had opportunity to move him early. Right now, he's going to cost too much to move. Um, and I don't know if teams are really going to pay for to have a Lori Barkley on their club. He has underachieved tremendously. And I think that's the biggest albatross around the bull's neck is Lori Barkley. I think Zach Levine is, is really a very good NBA player. Can you ride him? Should he be playing the two for you? Well, I don't know. Look at Kobe White. Is Kobe White a actual point guard? I think you got two, two guards playing and one of them trying to play point. You know, I think that's what you got going on. We see flashes out of Kobe White. Wendell Carter Jr., you got to give him the basketball. He's not going to be able to create for himself. You got to get him. You got to, you know, pick and rolls. You got to put him in a position where he can come off the weak side and attack the basket. So I think a lot of it has to do with Jim Boylan's scheme and the scheme that the Bulls have been playing. That's why I think you saw a big movement in the upper management this past year to get the right scheme in place to take advantage of these guys' abilities. CNA Auto Repair and Towing, 93 East Main Street, Chicago Heights, Illinois. Open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Saturdays, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Call 708-758-2855. Complete auto and collision repair at CNA Auto. The best tips, links, wings, and burgers in Gary? You got to go to Phenomenal Ribs, located at 1101 Broadway in your Gary, Indiana. You can call. They'll get your stuff together right away. 219-702-4414. That's 219-702-4414. Monday through Thursday, they're open from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to midnight. And Sundays, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. right after church, baby. You can go up there and get you tried the rest so now try the best phenomenal ribs the most phenomenal ribs in the region you're listening to the sizzle the talk of the 219 the hottest sports talk in the region on iron skillet radio and iron skillet television 